0: This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry.
1: This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Week in Review for July 24th, 2010. The top stories this week involved healthcare information breaches, A Massachusetts hospital reported that unencrypted backup computer files containing personal, health, and financial information on about 800,000 people may have been lost by a company it hired to destroy the files. South Shore Hospital in South Weymouth, Massachusetts, shipped the backup files for off-site destruction February 26th. When certificates of destruction were not provided in a timely manner, the hospital sought an explanation from the company it hired to handle the destruction. On June 17, the company informed the hospital that only a portion of the shipped backup files had been received and destroyed, the hospital reported. So far, there is no evidence that the information on the missing files has been accessed by anyone, according to the hospital. In other breach-related news, as of July 22, with the addition of the South Shore incident, the official federal list of major health care information breaches, dating back to last September, included 119 incidents affecting almost 5 million Americans. About 20 incidents were added to the list in the last 30 days. The total of those affected by major breaches grew by approximately 1.5 million in the past month, primarily as a result of the South Shore incident and another major breach. In that other incident, WellPoint Inc., which owns Blue Cross and Blue Shield Plans in 14 states, announced in late June that it was notifying 470,000 people who applied for individual health insurance coverage that their information may have been breached on a website. Also, the list shows that about 58% of the incidents reported so far involve the theft or loss of computer devices or media. And so far, 24 of the major breach incidents have involved business associates vendors that have contracts with healthcare organizations and have access to protected health information. A recently announced proposal to modify the HIPAA privacy, security, and enforcement rules makes it clear that business associates and their subcontractors must comply with the rules. In this week's featured blog, security expert Rebecca Harold says that although the proposal to modify HIPAA is not yet a final regulation, the time to prepare for compliance is now. She pinpoints the major provisions of the proposal and urges healthcare organizations and their business associates to begin doing their homework. I'll be back after a short break to tell you about the rest of our weekly review.
0: Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the healthcareinfosecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit healthcareinfosecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars.
1: Welcome back. In other news this week, the HIT Policy Committee had a lively debate July 21st on the issue of how to obtain patients' consent to exchange their records among organizations. No consensus was reached on whether patients should be required to opt in to give consent or whether consent should be considered automatic unless patients opt out. At the meeting, the leaders of the Privacy and Security Tiger Team, which is advising the full committee on health information exchange issues, acknowledged they also had not reached consensus on this issue. So the committee determined the consent issue required further discussion before any policy is recommended. The committee makes recommendations that often wind up as part of final regulations from the Department of Health and Human Services. In another blog this week I point out that an encryption mandate is lacking from both the proposed HIPAA modifications as well as rules for the Medicare and Medicaid electronic health record incentive program. I note that some observers argue that a clear-cut encryption mandate would make it easier for security professionals to win funding for the widespread use of encryption in their organizations. And in an exclusive interview, the CEO of Heartland Payment Systems discusses lessons learned from the biggest data breach in history. Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.